This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This ah! is the Cigar Authority. Ah! The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. Ah! In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read. Very stunned. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy. July 26, 2014, broadcasting live from Studio 2, high atop a two-guy smoke shop. And this week, the Cigar Show Wrap-Up. We're just back from the IPCPR trade show, and we got the cigar news, the scoops, and the rumors, and we'll share them all with you. We're back from Las Vegas, and as they say, what happens in Las Vegas is reported here on the Cigar Authority show. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, the they're going to be they're gonna be so sorry they shared with us. They did. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters here in Studio 2, tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. Oh, that's going to stick. Is it Studio 2? Studio 2. I can't believe you said that. There we go. Uh, and the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist and demand that you light up along with us because we really smoke on the show. We don't just fake it. There's no sound effects that say, oh, we're going to light up, and we don't really light up. We light up. We light up. You can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. doesn't matter if we smoked 100 cigars this week, 150 cigars this week. I'm well over 200. And we're still going to keep Well over 200. We're not going to fake lighten it. We're going to light them and we're going to smoke them. That's it. Somebody has studio, to do it. Studio two is very apropos since you always take us into the topic of number two. So. Number well, two. there we go. There's the, lots we're, of meetings. We're on the second there. floor at Two Guys Smoke Shop. I thought Studio two. There we go. You want to go 22? Studio two, 22? Uh, no? Yeah, I don't know. So let's pass out the first cigar of the day. First, not, not first cigar of the day. No, it's not. We didn't, By any stretch. Yeah. Barry came in smoking. I came in smoking. The only one not smoking this morning was you. Yeah. You know, I've not recovered, to be honest with you, because we did the red eye coming home Big on mistake. Thursday. Big mistake. And uh, we got in at noonish. And uh, some of the people we were with went home and went to sleep like regular people would do. Well, we gave them the rest of the day off. Yeah. But because... You weren't taking the day off. I wasn't taking the day off. And since I wasn't taking it, you weren't taking That's it. That's it. So. You wanted to stay home, though. Oh Don't lie. God. You only the came only in. The only thing is I was afraid to go to sleep because then I'd get all messed up. But it didn't matter. I got all messed up anyway. So yeah. I went to work till 8 o'clock. Still put in eight hours for the day. But catching up on um, 
all the emails and all the regular mail and, and bringing you guys up to speed, all of us bringing each other and bringing Barry up to speed of what happened. And there's so much that goes on in one week. It's crazy. And there, and there were some things that Barry heard that you and I didn't hear, and he wasn't even there. Right. It was right. pretty awesome. Yeah. So we're going to share with you. And yeah. I, I got to say, Barry, kudos to you because I know what your hours are supposed to be, and you put in as many hours as we did back here at home base, getting every single video that I sent to you up in a timely fashion. I was able to say to manufacturers that I allowed to do the quick little 30-second to a minute uh, interviews I'm like, you're going to be able to share this on Twitter in 15 minutes. And most of the time, it was eight minutes later, it's up on the show. Kudos to you, my man. Thank you. Thank you very much. And That'll be the last nice thing I say to you or about you for the rest of the show. And probably the rest of the year. <laughs> there we go. Now, if you check out the Cigar Authority website, um, holy God, the content is piling oh. up. And uh, viewership is crazy, crazy. We're going to be number one. We are. I think one. we are. We're number one. I don't think we are. I think we are. If, if I we're number say one we're there, on iTunes. If we say we're there already, then everybody lays off. So it's better to be number two when we keep trying to move ahead. And, but uh, it, it's getting cranking. I mean, we're getting uh, lots of information. Listen, I'm a retailer, so I'm getting information on the retail end. I sat on the board of directors or still sit on the board of directors of IPCPR, getting information there. 29 years. We know all the players that's going on. Uh, Barry's been doing this for years on his side. He's been chain-smoking to a sick degree so he can, come on, we need a review on this and this and this. And the, the poor guy, if, if something happens, it's, it's on us. You Since know? 1998, so it started a long, long My time God. ago. So uh, we'll continue, and we're going to build up and uh, get you all the information as it comes in. Stay tuned this week. We're going to tell you everything we possibly can uh, and some things we even made up. So So one of the last booths I visited was the Robert Caldwell booth, and it was only last because he was in such a goofy spot. There was no aisle to see it. He's new. He was a new exhibitor. Is that correct? He was a new exhibitor, but his booth was huge for a new exhibitor. Now, this is a guy that, that had a cigar brand with Christian Aroa Correct. under the name of... Winwood Cigars. Winwood, That yes. was Winwood, the fresh rolled. Yeah, and we, we didn't think that was going to work to begin with. And it didn't work. Uh, not only did we think it wasn't going to work, we didn't bite. We Correct. didn't buy. Mm-hmm. And, and I've known Christian a lot of years, and I bit on a lot of stuff, but that one I said... The problem with the whole fresh rolled concept is if you don't smoke it within three days, it goes bad. You don't want a fresh glass of wine. That would be grape juice. Mm-hmm. And you don't want a fresh cigar. You want aged. A fresh sandwich with fresh mayo. If you're into mayo, which I'm not, it's the devil. But if you were into that sort of thing, that's good. But cigars, wine, spirits, you want aged. 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 Old. That's it. Are these cigars fresh? No, they're not. Okay, I'll take two. That's it. That's the way, the way, the way it should work. So this has a uh, – the this is called The King is Dead. And he had four – Four brands going on, but the two big ones that really were getting the attention were Long Live the King, which Chuck is going to smoke. I've smoked it. It's very good. And The King is Dead. Those were the two. I don't think that's what Chuck has. No, Chuck has Eastern Standard. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Only because we confused. only had three of these, so because we're on camera, we thought we'd smoke the three we have. And Since Chuck's not on camera, thank you both for just blowing up my spot and saying I said the wrong thing. No one would have known. Okay. But Actually, I don't even think that's Eastern Standard. I think that's one of his. Uh, it says uh, Sylvania. S-E-V-I-L-L-A-N-A. Oh, it's a light bulb. That's one of his. He has two. He has three lines of ultra premium, and he has three lines of cigars that are just premium. So that's from the regular premium line. We're smoking from the ultra premium line. 
Okay, so what do we have here, Barry? We have a, a we have the King is Dead, which is available in four sides, four sizes rather. We are smoking the Broken Sword, which is five by forty. Um, it features a Negrito wrapper, which I haven't been able to find any information on. Negrito. I reached out to them, um, but they had a little extended holiday in Vegas after the show, and they weren't able to get back to me in time. It means they weren't able to party hard enough while they were there. No, they actually went to the Grand Canyon to have a company picnic. So the Degrito wrapper is over a Dominican Corojo binder with Dominican fillers consisting of Corojo, Negrito, and HVA, uh, which is Havana, Viel, Abuelo, I think. My gringo pronunciation, I'm sure, butchered that. Yeah. And the MSRP is from 7 to $12. So this is probably a $7 one. It's a 5 by 40 5 by 40 That is correct. All right. So this is a Corona. It's a Corona. It's the best way to taste a cigar anyways. Yes. And um, I believe that this was a Dominican Puro. Therefore, this wrapper would be Dominican, whatever you said. Right. Yes. I don't know what Negrito is. Negrito. I believe it is Dominican, whatever that is. So we're going to see how it is. So uh, it's time to cut our cigar. It's time to cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality tradition and excellence and we will cut it we got a little t- curly head little, little top pigtail on this there. little pigtail i would like to disagree with uh crook cigar humidor on the chat box he's saying that mayo is the best and uh, it is in fact why are you overlooking it has been, it has a, been proven what do you feel about it has been proven mr that gentleman mayo is chuck the morrison devil. that's not yeah, debony are looking over somebody's shoulders it's foul. it's foul and oh even if it was their phone or their computer you don't look you never do man yeah it's a good thing i'm not looking at porn yeah. It's a shame you're not looking at porn. We could change that if you want. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to dry test the cigar. Woody. It's clean. It's a little raisiny. I'm getting wood. A little sweet raisin. How's it draw? I'm getting a touch of fig. I got a little... T- <laughs> to be honest with you, it's a, it's a little tight, to be honest with you. How about you? Mine's perfect. Snug. Yeah, a little snug. The right amount of resistance on mine. Okay, so we're using a lighter I've never seen before. Yes, you have. We've featured it on the show many times. <laughs> really? uh, this is the we're puffer. Using, we're using a pipe lighter to light a we cigar. Are. We are. But Soft flame pipe lighter. Uh, got all the tools built in. You know what? I'm, I'm very excited, and I'm going to report on some of the things that we saw, and the, this pipe lighter ties into something that's pipe-related in the news later. Uh, but what's unique about this particular pipe lighter, if you're a pipe guy, is it has some onboard tools to be able to clean and scrape and tamp, tamp and your pipe. Tamp. And indoors, using a pipe lighter indoors is pretty cool because it's a soft flame. You don't have to tip the lighter exactly. down. It lights good. I like it. It's the exact same shtick that you say every time we feature really? the 1999 and, 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 and it doesn't get hot. 1999 that's $19.99. it? $19.99. You're going to spend $10 just on, uh, just on the tools alone to get a premium set of, of pipe tools that are all connected. Were they the busiest lighter? Oh, my. Not Accessory. even a contest, man. They, don't, they, they were booming. Yeah. They were booming. I would imagine so. The uh, DuPont booth was also busy. For well, a different reason. For a different reason altogether. And we'll get into that as the show goes on, too. Um, all right. Highlights, Mr. Jonathan. You got, you got some uh, got work some news sheet. here. So uh, first thing on the list I want to address is... What Mr. and Mrs. Perdomo do in bed? What? This is 
This is the most interesting thing that I saw and came across. Mr. and Mrs. Perdomo have well, a certain Bert, activity. Is this needed that to go, they do in bed? Here's how we lose the, the first advertisement, <laughs> and it's and it's completely related to the one and only Mr. Jonathan. Yes, they bring me to bed with them oh my God. every single night, and they watch me dance as a way to wind down the end of a long day. As as some comic relief, maybe. Uh, no, I, I know that Nick Perdomo came up to me, and the first thing he said was not, wow, it looks like you've lost weight. That was the second thing. The first thing he said is, you, my friend, are one hell of a dancer. And I said, how the hell do you know that? And he says, every night, Mrs. P and I, we lay down and we snuggle up and we pull out the iPad and we watch you on the video. And I said, well, Nick, that's the most awkward thing I've ever heard anyone say to me. Um, you may want to rephrase how you, te- if you're going to say that to somebody else, are rephrase they, that. Are they using that as a form of foreplay or contraception? Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't, didn't want to get into that, but well played, sir. Well yes. played. Which actually brings me to the next topic of conversation. After Nick Perdomo, a gentleman, by the way, walks away, I get accosted <laughs> by Mrs. Perdomo about somebody by the name of Barry Stein and his weak rating on the double-aged uh, cigar company. 89, out. which is a very good rating. But you know, it's good if you're in school and you get an 89 on a test. That's almost, that's almost passing, but as far passing, as cigars almost go, an a. for me, it has a lot to do with Ecuadorian Connecticut. It just To me, it has a drying taste to it. It doesn't bring out the true flavors of a, the filler and the binder. So everyone with an Ecuadorian shade-grown wrapper on their cigar, you're going to rate low because you don't like it? It takes away from the overall flavor of the cigar. There I are, believe 50% of a rating should be based on flavor. But based on flavor, if it tastes like it's supposed to be shade-grown, then that's good. And if it tastes like it's not well-aged, which, by the way, the samples that we got weren't ready, but put you got to put that part aside, you don't like... Shade wrapped cigars from Ecuador. So anytime you smoke, there's, you're going to give it a little. There's other varietals of shade grown wrapper that could be used that are more flavorful. And I'm not calling out any specific company, but a lot of people are going to Ecuador because the tobacco happens to be cheaper. Hmm. For me, a true Connecticut Connecticut has much more flavor and is much more worthy of a higher rating than an Ecuadorian grown Connecticut. What if you so didn't you're know? Biased. What if you didn't know what it what the makeup was? <laughs> I'd still be able to yeah. peck it out. I mean, it just leaves your mouth dry and Well, and I'm going to reserve my decision because there were only two samples. Yeah. And you were kind enough to give me one, which and led Jonathan's, to this uh So I have never smoked a cigar still to well, this day. Well, I was so impressed by the cigar. I would have given it a 92, by the way. I was so impressed by the cigar that we bought it. And this is the interesting thing. It's only going to be in 250 shops across the country. So the only way you can get it is to find out what shops carry it. Hopefully, it's a shop that's close to you. You know uh, what? And you can smoke right. it. You're saying you're going to give that a 92. I gave it an 89. You and I, mano y mano, we do a dual review, and we let people pick whose review they like better. I'm in. I love contests. Oh, wow. And we'll, uh, I don't whoever wins buys the other often. person lunch. All right. How do you win? Comments. I'll set up a little poll. Whose review did you like better? All right. Ah, and all right. We'll go down that route. So uh, that was that was the first bit of news. The very first thing it was the opening gala 
Well, we have never rated cigars on the show. Never. Not before, Barry. Never, never, so this is new to us of putting a number on it. And I will preface that from Barry is nice enough to attach his name to every rating that he does. So it's not us. It's <laughs> Believe it's, me, I threw you right you know under what? the bus. It's one man's opinion. There it is. know what they And I know what you say about opinions, right? Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Absolutely. So uh, some other things that were interesting at the CLE booth. Aroa is releasing an all Maduro called CBT. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know what CBT stands for. It's well, I don't think I could get away with saying what CBT is on the radio. So oh, really? right. we'll okay. just leave that alone. Fair enough. Uh, but it's Kappa Binder, uh, Kappa Binder Tripper. Okay, so all, every single level of uh, the, the, the the wrapper, the binder, the filler correct. is all Maduro. Uh, reeks of another all Maduro cigar that he came out with early on in his career. Uh, this is the same man who says Maduro doesn't exist, and now two times in his career he's come out with a Maduro all, all the Maduro. way through. So, interesting. Um, I've smoked it, it twice. And? After each one, I would have given you a different opinion. Really? Wow. really? Yeah. Well, and that's, I think, important that we should only review a cigar we've had a couple of times. And you couldn't have smoked that uh, New Perdomo twice because there was only one sample of it. Is this... The CL, is this the Maduro? No, 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 no. That's okay. the Limitada. That's okay. a signature series. And that's another right. thing. CLE came out with a Limitada, and it's not limited in production per se. They're only doing two. They only roll 200 cigars per day, so it'll be limited availability, but able to be ordered oh. on the regular. So most likely one pair of rollers making the cigar. That's, that's it. That's exactly correct. Okay. All right. Uh, and mm-hmm. then the big talk at the show was the humidors in the CLE. Yes. That, there were two yeah. humidors that were talked about. One of them was from CLE, and we'll get into the other one in a bit. The only place I actually went, the only booth I, I went to. I told you you had to see it. The thing is gorgeous. Hydraulics. What? $17,000. $14,000. 14000 14000 retail, yeah. They were trying to get seventeen out of me. You're going to get fourteen, huh? I think they were trying to get seventeen from me. It's made by a guy from Italy that I never heard of. Yeah, I only uh, bought two. How many did you get? Yeah, no. you better not. Yeah. <laughs> you better not have. Um, another thing that was interesting, and we had reported on what Adrian was coming out with. They had the Swag Black, the La Bahim, the M20, and the Bin Number One. But beautiful packaging, unbelievable. Beautiful. And at the show, you would have sworn the only new thing that they came out with was La Bahim. It was all over that booth, and it was all that Raphael talked about. Uh, not that he didn't want to sell the other ones, but I think Bin that number he's, one looked beautiful. Though. It did. On uh, a, on La Bohem seems to be his. his we thing. took we we took on La Bohem and Bin number one for now and uh, space reasons. We don't yeah. have space to put everything. When you did the video with Rafael Nodal, he said that's the cigar he's smoking all the time. La Bohem. Exactly. Hmm. So I think what he's doing is he is preloading for. Cigar of the Year next year. He's really doing a big Imagine launch. if he backs the back. Wouldn't that be He'll sick. be the star of the day. Yeah, he will. Star of the day. Who will it be? Your vote may hold the key. It's up to you. Do you remember no, that? No crickets what for that? What was that? I don't know. You, the crickets. You don't even know what that is? I don't even think the crickets would do that justice. It's it's a new show that's Who sings starting that song? up again. That is, um, yeah, let them. Yeah, let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Debonair. Debonair launched their Maduro in every single size except the Solomon, which the Solomon is no longer made. So what there are for Solomons, that's it. Really? And, and they're not going to make more? They're not going to make more of the Solomon. They're going wow. into the other sizes. I did get an advanced sample, which I gave to Barry, and he'll smoke it. And this is the, for a lack of better f- term, this is the Debonair A. 
Double it's A. a I'm going to call it a double A. Yeah, it's, it's a super, inches. super Churchill. It's 10 inches long, uh, 56 ring gauge. The thing is a behemoth. 56? And that's it's supposed duo. to be like a 48 or something as a true A, right? A is uh, a, is nine a, and a quarter by, by 47. By 47, yeah. Okay, well, whatever this thing is, it's gargantuan, and it's due out 2016. So it won't even be out for next year's show, but that's how it feels. But you have the sample. I have the sample now. So uh, speaking of sample, we're smoking The King is Dead. The King is alive as far as I'm concerned. This is nice. This is, is very nice. Medium plus, little woody, nice amount of spice from the Corojo. And I'm, I'm tasting a little bit of the raisin from the pre-light that's coming through on the smoke. Beat you to it, sucker. Uh, I always said you needed more fiber in your diet. Yeah, well, I could use a little <laughs> more. Isn't a Corona so nice it is. after we've been smoking so many 50 pluses? Every once in a while, Everybody man, was when, trying to hand me their 60 ring gauge, man. I'm like, do you got anything yeah. smaller? It's over, folks, with the 60s. It's over. Well, now it's all about the 70s and 80s. Oh, my goodness. There were plenty gracious. of those, too. Not 80s, but there were plenty of 70s. All right, so the big story uh, in our booth area, because you guys had the selected tobacco booth, and I checked in once in a while. Yeah. Uh, Scott Weeks of Recluse Cigars yes. had a baby on day one of the show. Wow. Stayed, really had a baby. Stayed through the entire show yep. to work it and write orders and probably pay for the bill, the hospital bill. Right. Uh, and they named the baby girl Armadeus. So there we no, go. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. No, they did not. But he did have a baby day one of the show. And uh, day two of the show, I had heard rumblings of it. And in the morning, I saw him and I said, did I hear there's a new baby? And he said, yes, I had a baby yesterday at lunchtime. And I'm like, what are you doing here, man? And he said, I can't leave these guys hanging. We got this whole thing going. Uh, I'll see her in a few days, baby girl. So congratulations to him. Listen, I'm the, I thought I was the you most were, hardcore. You were the most hardcore I, up I until was. that point. I was the most hardcore guy in the business. Yeah. Scott Weeks, you got me, man. I don't think I could handle it, but <laughs> but he's home now with the family. And he and checked in. He checked in many, course, many times many. during the day, making sure his wife was okay, and everything worked out great. So congratulations, yeah, yeah. Scott. Hammer and Sickle did, and we had broke this, that they were going to do it. They had an unbelievable show because yes, of their laser engraver. Yeah. Unbelievable well, show. They gave everybody oh. a two pack and the glass two pack. Do you remember the yes. hammer sickle with, yes. the, with the two hammer? And anything you want that printed on them and they lays it every single thing. But now the consumer out there can get a box of their cigars to say anything they want on the box. And so, no extra charge. And you're so talking cool. glass box, marble box, uh, leather box. You get up at a local retailer that carries hammer and sickle. And they'll get it lettered up for yep. you. Get it personalized. What was it called? Get, let's get personal. Let's get personal. Let's get physical. Physical. What is That's going on with you and singing? The ratings are dropping. <laughs> Can you please stop? We're losing viewers. <laughs> By the way, six guys just dropped off. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the other thing, and I got a chance to smoke the advanced sample, the LT. 14 by Hammer and Sickle. It'll be box of 10, and it is a tweaked version of the Sochi. Wow. Mm. Anything like that. A little boy. bit of a sun-grown wrapper, it looked like. They were not willing to give me any details because they knew as soon as we got back, we were doing a show, and they want to keep the blend a Did secret. Did they show it? They, they showed it to me. Like on the glass, or did they take it out and say, hey, No, they just they had samples tucked away in their bag. And so not in, you didn't see the packaging? I didn't see the packaging. Okay, really? I don't think they have And what's it called again? Yet. It's called the LT-14. Uh, they do plan on coming out with a limited edition every year, like the Sochi, 250 boxes, and they wouldn't let us buy them all. So 
We just got a small amount. 125? 50. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, 50. Um, How many did we get of Sochi? All of them. 100. 100. And that was their test, and they got so much blowback from not having those cigars to give to other people. That's why they wouldn't oh, let us buy them, them all. Oh. Other cigar shops complained and uh, said, please don't sell all of your limited editions to Two Guys Smoke Shop anymore. We want some. So, all right. We'll share. We capped at 50. I was told was to always share. Um, I don't like it. but and, and it wasn't that I was trying to grab them all. They said, we have this new thing. What do you think of it? And I said, wow, it's awesome. And he says, how many would you like? And I said, 100? Not realizing there was only 100. Yeah. So we did buy them all. So this time, 50. And how many? 250, you said? 250. And it's going to come in around 10 bucks a stick. And it's a good, it's a good cigar. Very good. Made by Davidoff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got Asylum. New cigar sizes in the Ogre. Yes. Uh, Robert Wright had some negative feedback on his packaging because it was so plain. The cigar is phenomenal, but his packaging just didn't pop. No matter where you put it on the shelves, it wasn't happening. And so he redesigned his entire packaging and then came out with an, an, a line extension, a Nicaraguan line extension to it. So now he's got two facings. He stayed with the brown, and then he went with green on the other packaging. And green it's a, 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 silhouette, a silhouette of him playing the saxophone. So it ties in with all the things that he loves he's a with great the music guy. and the cigars. Hung out with him a few times yeah. and uh, really great guy. He great is. saxophone player. And yeah. he's, he's heard him play. Very good. Mm. Yep. He and, is very good. And he's going to do the tour. I mean, he's going to go in cigar shops. He's breaking out the sax every time he goes. Maybe bring a couple of So our guys next event is going to be Have Sax yeah. with Robert Wright <laughs> at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Wrong. That's the plan. That's what I'm going to put out there anyways. Robert Wright. You can throw the CBT into that as well. Get wrong with Robert Wright. I don't even know what that is, and I don't want to know, but tell me off the air. Yes. Uh, Post game. Drew Estate. Drew Estate. Drew Estate. One of the talks of the show was somehow it was leaked what they paid for their booth to be up. I heard that number. They're the only booth that had a second floor. Had insurance policy. They had to have a, an insurance policy because the Sands <clears throat> Expo demanded that they have an insurance policy because they were on the second floor. One In the trade point, show booth, there was no second floor. They made a second floor. Right. One point. They put the not the Brooklyn million. Bridge. What was it? The Manhattan, Manhattan Bridge. Bridge. Manhattan Bridge. They built a replica of, a, of wow. the Manhattan Bridge over the trade show booth. Yeah. How much? Almost one point three million dollars for the booth. For the booth. Which did pay off because the other rumor that I heard was they were writing a million dollars a day in orders. Wow. So, big. Wow. Big. That, that was the talk. Also, the talk is the fight, I guess, for manufacturers is to try to get a booth next year near their booth mm. for the overflow. Sure. You want a booth near their booth. Right. Just for overflow purposes. Yeah. But another thing is FDA, and I went to a lot of FDA meetings they are very worried, as they should be, and very concerned, as we all should be, of what's going to happen. But they could be taken out. I mean, that's how bad this is. There's two people that could fall on the swords here. And Drew Estates is one of them. It could really hurt them, and we're going to do everything we can to not let that happen. And the other one is going to be J.C. Newman mm. that has a machine-made factory, the last standing factory in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. And they, that would be doomed for shutdown. It certainly would. So those are the two people we all have to fight for. 
So. And there were there were pins uh, that said save the strippers. And, uh, Cigar strippers. Right. Strip the tobacco <laughs> they leaves. They the tobacco leaves. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the last person you would think would put something And I have to say, <laughs> yeah. I have to say, every single manufacturer visited the booth and expressed their support yes. to the J.C. Newmans. Every single one, even if they viewed them as direct competition, which a lot of them, you know, these are type sure. A personalities. But I saw, I went through that booth many times, and every single time they had... Somebody else was there, big, big players, yeah. going in to visit and shake the Newman's hands and say, you know what, because the Newman's volunteered to fall on the sword, yeah. and everybody rallied around him to help save him. Yeah. Unbelievable story. You can find out information about it at SaveCigarCity.com. And also, uh, this is an important time to join CRA. Yes. You're still doing $10 off for another two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, so save SaveCigarCity.com. SaveCigarCity.com. And CigarRights.org. Yep. So go on there and, uh, I, you know, there's, n- there's no, no money to pay or anything for SaveCigarCity.com. It's just to write in there as you support it and it costs you nothing but 30 seconds while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Go on there, do it, and support them. They are the nicest people in the cigar industry. They're the gentlemen yeah. of, in the class of the industry. So please show them support. And um, time is running out. I mean, we're going to have a few more shows before we tell you what the FDA has decided. When is do. that decision coming down? Uh, about 30 days less. 30 days, a little bit yeah. less. Yeah, I think it's less like, than 30 days. I think so. the commenting period is about 10 more days, or did it end already? No, they extended it 30 yeah, days. So That's I, why. Yeah, so I think it's another 10 to 14 days. Yeah, so time is running out. Time is running out. Speaking of time is running out, I think we have to go to a break. And when we come back, Mr. Jonathan's going to continue the highlights of the trade show. And he also has the lowlights of the trade show. And there's lots of those, too. Uh, he'll bring you uh, news from the cigar trade show, the IPCPR trade show. We're live from Studio 2, high above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Stick around, everyone. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars, This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? 
Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, Rudy. We're Rudy. broadcasting uh, from Studio Two, high above Two Guys Smoke Shop. Really Still going with that, huh? we are. We're going to stick with it. And uh, this is a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. And we are just a couple of days past the IPCPR. Yeah, we're still sick over it. Um, I feel like I'm drunk. I, I can't get my sleeping proper. Talking my eating like proper. you're drunk and you're singing like you're drunk. Yes, it's crazy stuff. Like it's karaoke. Going, it's, it's going on. But uh, I'll tell you, Canada was uh, there at the trade show for yes, sure. They were. But also was Hong Kong. Not just this Hong is the Kong. Craziest story. People coming up to us and saying, "I listened to the show," and the guy is a Chinese guy from Hong Kong, and he listens to the show. True. True. <laughs> All Where's kinds Mr. of Jonathan. South Africa. Nice. Come on. Uh, crazy. Did you get any of these people's names so we can shout out to no. them? No. So just a country or whatever. And uh, But they spoke English, and they listened to the show every week. And uh, Nelson Alfonso was there and pulls me over a guy from Brazil or something. He says, he knows you from the radio show. I said, oh, nice to meet you. And I'm talking to him for a second. And he couldn't believe it. You know, he kept going after Nelson's like... He's from all the way in Brazil, and he so listened cool. to the show, and I said, yeah, that's how it works. It's crazy. We're big in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. So Mr. Jonathan has highlights and lowlights of the IPCPR trade show. He walked around three and a half days. You were there. Dead. Before Dead. it even opened. Oh, every day. When the lights were out, still going. Um, you, you got there one day. You made an appointment an hour before the trade show opened. Wasn't even opened. I walked in with my uh, exhibitor's badge, yes. flipped, and walked in and... Held, uh, held court with uh, Johan from Davidoff yeah. an hour early because he was there at 7 o'clock yeah. doing whatever the Davidoff people do. So uh, You'd think a luxury brand like that, they, they just have people to do stuff, which to set up their booth and all that, I'm sure they do. But you want to talk about probably the hardest working booth. They would be there two hours early, three hours early, working whatever they're doing. And then stay an extra hour because the couple times I forgot something. Oh, put the stuff away. And I'm and... walking back, and here's the whole crew of Davidoff two hours after the show's over 
coming back out of the room. You know, the unfortunate thing is they got to stick around because they got to lock stuff up because of theft oh, and yeah, stuff that was happening. Uh, so this is the bad Barry's got some of that stuff yeah. that he's going to talk about. We'll, we'll get into that. But moving on to uh, more highlights. And we're going to get to Davidoff in a second. But what, Bert, what, are we, what are we smoking here? This is the um, this Robert Caldwell. The King is Dead. Is the brand Robert Caldwell? Or it's Caldwell Cigar Company. And they're based in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. And as we mentioned earlier, the cigars are being made at the Ventura Cigar Factory in Tamboril, Dominican Republic. Is that any attachment to Ventura, the company, the distributor? No, no. totally different, different. entities. Like yes. Oliva and Oliva. Correct. You can buy Oliva tobacco from the Oliva family. Right. That's different than Oliva, Oliva Cigars. Cigar Company, correct. Okay. And is this brand called The King is Dead, or is this... This line is called The King is Dead. So if you were to say, pick me up a brand of cigars, The King is Dead is the brand. Correct. Okay. So it would be like if you were smoking Davidoff cigars, this would be the Millennium Series. Correct. Or whatever. Correct. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Vertigo's booth was absolutely hopping, um, and I will say, much to their credit, when I walked in... Vertigo. Uh, in- integral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertigo. The, the lighters and cutters. Lighters and, and cutters. Um they freed someone up immediately when I walked in, so nice job. Yeah. They got rewarded with the order, by the way, but, um, yeah, it was crazy. So you saw new stuff? There was some new stuff. One of the more interesting things is they have an inexpensive quadruple torch coming out, uh, plastic case. Uh, it's got a weird name. We're gonna, as soon as they come in, we're going to feature that one on the show. Retails for around 15 bucks. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe quadruple what, what they, jet. Yeah, I can't believe what they do with the prices. And other companies are complaining about it, saying they can't compete with it because they actually own the factory. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. Pro- some of the other companies are buying their lighters from this company's factory. Okay. So, so that's why they can't compete. Yeah, they're, they're playing with the big boys. Yeah. Uh, in the Davidoff booth, there was uh, Camacho has their new thing where they launch a new brand every year centered around Camacho, and. It looked a little bit familiar because there was a, a cigar called Dos Amigos. It was a flavored cigar back in the day. Uh, two cigars banded together. Yeah. Remember that cigar? Yeah, I made it up. You made it. Yeah. Uh, made by Drew Estates for Two Guys Smoke Shop. So what booth and is this? This was Davidoff at the Camacho section of it. They have a cigar called the Double Shock. Two blends. One is on the medium side. One is on the stronger side. And they're banded together. I didn't even see that. Double shock. I didn't even see that. And I'm not double shocked at that because everybody copies me. I'm not either. Everybody copies me. Uh, There was another. It's the highest form of flattery (laughs) and pisses me off at the same time. It's just amazing. There was another brand that was also derived from Dos Amigos, and it was uh, La Jugada. La Jugada. La Jugada. Nunchuck. La Jugada. Nunchuck. Here's what I'll say about that before they put it out. They flew down here. Hmm. They met me in my office. They said, we not only know that you have made the um, firecracker with the top on it, we also know that you have a brand called Zing that has the nunchuck in it, and we want to know if this is okay. We have made none. We made one to show you. Is this okay? And I said, I appreciate that so much. Of course it's okay. That's all it takes is just ask. Of course. And they came over to me. I didn't walk the show. I had my own booth where I'm helping Nelson Alfonso out. And they came and brought it over to me, showed me the finished product of how it was. It was beautiful. Thank you so much. And I said, well, thank you. And I have nothing but good to say about it. Hmm. It's pretty damn cool. It's a one-time release. 
and it was very nice of them to uh, do the, the right thing. Yeah. There's the difference of doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing, ripping it off and making believe like it's yours and showing no respect to the guy that did it and came up with it. You know, you got to give uh, when, when it comes from someone else. What, what's wrong with you saying this was right. taken from that? And, and to do it in person. Yeah, I yeah, mean. yeah. Very, very cool. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, Davidoff also released their Nicaraguan Solomon. As well yes. as their Davidoff Nicaraguan Primeros, which also comes in natural and Maduro, just that Primero size. Yes. Now, the the, um, the Solomon was much smaller than I thought it was mm. going to be. I first saw that as we were walking to the trade show in the Davidoff stores, because I thought I think it was two or three of them yeah. that we passed. And um, there it was in there. And I said, wow, it's not as big as I thought it was. I get that a lot. Yes. And when, uh, <laughs> even for my wife, it's yes. not as big as I remembered. No. Objects in the mirror appear larger than they I, really I, are. I make her look in the mirror. That's yeah. the whole key. Here we go. <laughs> so if um, what, we, we got to smoke it at the Davidoff Golden Band Awards, and it was very good. Which, got, by the way, you won an award, so congratulations thank you, on that. Thank you. I, well played. You know what? It, it is a, an award. The that Industry I, Service Award is the uh, one you won. I'm the most proud of. You were supposed to bring it. What the hell? It's whatever. It's, um, it's not whatever. whatever. Yeah, what are you talking about whatever? I'm, pr- I'm proud of it because... It's the award to win because you didn't actually have to do anything except for fight for every single cigar smoker in the whole world's so. rights at the State House. You go all the way to Washington, D.C. Yeah. You, you, you sacrifice your own business to go and fight for everybody, and Davidoff recognized that. That's awesome. And interesting that, thing that about I that. That I hope I'm copied on. I hope everybody copies me Wouldn't on that, that be nice? Copy me. So they do the same thing. They start making the announcement. They say Granite State. I know, from the Granite State. And they're going on about I stuff. I thought they, that could idiots, only, they mean Sunshine State. They could only mean <laughs> David with what they're saying. But he's stuck on it's definitely not him. So he's, he's going with that. And they go, was a surprise. they go through the whole thing. And they say, and through his work with the Cigar Authority. So I grab my phone and I go to hand it to David. Get ready to take my picture, buddy, because they're calling me up. And he's At like, that point, what I the, said, oh, my God. What the, hell you, what the hell are you talking about? So they say, David Garofalo, his big goofy mug comes up on the, nice. the two big, big screens. Big, giant, you know. You know the, is, it, is it your it was, Facebook photo? No, no it's just, yeah, Cigar Authority one. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, call, they call him up, and he sits there in complete shock. And I push him on the back. I go, get up there. They want you to go up. And speech. he goes up, and they didn't ask him to do a speech. Hanky Kellner, who was sitting in front of me, grabs me and takes me up. That's neat. It was pretty awesome. Jeez. Standing ovation. Congratulations. Yeah. Everybody in that room said it. They all say it all the time at every booth. Oh, my God, we're so glad that David does what he does. But in that room, these are all Davidoff retailers that all know David. They know his story. They know his legacy. And every single person said to him afterwards, well-deserved. And he's being the normal, humble guy that he is. Very nice. But I'll say it, well-deserved. Humbling yeah. and uh, awesome um, that – um, re- retailers get recognized. I think whether whoever, whoever wins when they win the thing, I think the Golden Band Award is awesome because it recognizes retailers. We, we hear recognition of cigar manufacturers and different people in the industry. Retailers, eh, you know, yeah. whatever. We're retail. We're just selling a finished end product or something. But when it comes to the legislation part, and uh, no, I didn't win for the biggest growth or this or this or this, uh, but I won for all this work I do kind of like unthanked, which I don't, I'm not doing it to thank, be thanked. I'm doing it to save my own butt. Sure. By, by happens coincidence, to happens else. to save everybody else. And listen, I'm part of everybody else too. So that's why uh, I got to do it or we're done. 
But uh, very humbling and awesome that they so cool. uh, recognized me, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, and it was towards the end of the thing, so it made the event, which was a five-star, unbelievable event, even better. That was the cherry on top at the end. Yes. Congratulations, man. Thank That's you. really Thank awesome. You. All right. I would like to, uh, Chuck, move into the social media segment because we got to make sure we get to all our things. We can't just have <laughs> this be all about the IPCPR. Fair enough. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, celebrating the birth of a brand new baby girl, Scott Weeks, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. These are the best tweets that I saw all week. A Neutron walks into a bar and asks, how much for a drink? The bartender replies, for you, no charge. A neutron, oh, a neutral. No. I knew I had explained it to you. <laughs> yeah. I need to go shopping for some paternity clothes. Mine are getting snug. Little uh, sympathetic weight gain joke right there. Scott Weeks related. Here we go. Uh, two of the great mysteries of the universe. Why are we here? And why don't Chinese restaurants serve breakfast? Why? That's a that good is, question. That is. Best why? Call me old-fashioned, but I prefer women with eyebrows that are made out of hair. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and the best tweet I, I saw all week, that on there. I cannot even begin to imagine how the conversation started that led to the first circumcision. Yeah. Today's social media is brought to you by Recluse Cigars. <laughs> we can all feel the pain. Rolled and two bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. Every time. Come on, Barry. Here we go. Every time. Yeah, don't be afraid to jump in there, Bubba. So actually, you know what? That tweet is going to play into something that we have coming up later on, and I didn't even realize it's going to look like it was set up, and it wasn't. Really? Yeah. Huh, Chuck? Huh? 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 It was a it was a uh, tiring show, man, and there's so much. We're not going to get to this. Ha- half this of it, year but. was more tiring than than last year. Yeah, I can't compare it to years. It was, past, it was a third larger in size, and yet there was a small percentage of less people. But you had to go further. It's a third bigger because there was Hall A and Hall B. They added Hall C. Now there's a lot more people to go see. Wow. Uh, the bonus side of that was a, was an awful lot of hookah and. E-cigarette stuff yeah. that I just didn't have to go to see. Yeah. So. yeah. And they were spread out. Next year, sitting on the board, I know it's in a separate area. They're Good. all grouped together. So you can skip that whole area. Exactly. Nice. I will say, though, those boots have the hottest marks. I was going to say, the, the girls in those boots were eye candy. They brought their A-game. <laughs> A-game. Does that make you buy more? That makes me buy less. I don't want to go there. Yeah. I don't want to go into the booth. He's scared of women. I'm... A married man. They're dangerous. He's got a pretty woman. Pretty I do. wife. I do. But uh, all right, the best looking beard I ever saw. Now this is <laughs> this <laughs> the Adam's apple. So you got to give yourself a bell for that one. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't mean facial hair. He means that I'm gay. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. For those of you that aren't familiar with the term beard. Uh, so unusual and unique cigars that I saw that are right up David's alley. And uh, I bought them. I didn't even tell them about them. And I just went up and said, wait till you see what I bought. It's, oh, boy. So number one thing that I saw that I, w- I thought was pretty awesome that's going to tie into you, Chuck Morrison, okay. is the football cigar. Yes. Okay. So it's a cigar that is shaped like a football. It really smokes. It tastes good. It burns yeah. well. Comes it's in its own long, little case. Comes in its own little case. Uh, it's going to retail for around 20 bucks. Very, very cool looking. Gimmicky, but 
I think for football season, I think people are going to have a hard time. And I think the football no. fans that like to collect things, they have their shelves. That looks like, in my mind, that would make a nice addition to like a trophy would. rack. I want to smoke one. I'll tell you that. And I believe it's a German company that's doing an American football. Well, it was definitely a German guy. He was yeah. very difficult to understand. I almost had to bring Tom Reiner over and hope that the German Swiss thing was going to cross over, but I, I fudged my way through it. Island Jim has a cigar called Leaf by Oscar. What a character this guy is. Oh, boy. And if you want to see the, the, <laughs> the car- speech on it, so I go to Island Jim and I go, all right, yeah, I'll buy the cigar. Uh, but what I need you to do is do a little pitch on, uh, on the show because I'm going to put my Cigar Authority hat on. I want you to tell my viewers about your cigar. And he goes, well, the girl that I have really talks about it better. I go, Jim. Look at you. Yeah. You, <laughs> you are the mirror? story. Do you have a mirror? <laughs> so if you want to see that. He's, uh, he's a throwback 60s guy, but he's old now. Yeah, okay. Hawaiian and shirt, Hawaiian long shirt. hair, kind of dreadlocky looking, big kind of, beard. Like a Hunter S. Thompson He type looks guy? a little bit like the, uh, the singer. Ice cream guy. From uh, a little bit like that guy, uh, little, Ben from Ben & Jerry's. Yeah, Grateful What's, Dead-ish. Grateful Dead. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he looks like the Grateful Jerry Dead Garcia. guy, Jerry. Uh, very cool guy. So the cigar itself, rather than being in cellophane, it has a, a, a tobacco leaf wrapped around it, and then a, a band like made out of tobacco yeah. wrapped around that, and okay. then the band itself on the cigar is made from tobacco. So it's completely cool. The FDA should have no issue with this. <laughs> Every yeah, yeah. part of it has tobacco on it. Inspired by and the FDA. It was so gimmicky, I bought it. I didn't even taste it. So I did. And I, you, I didn't know if I had the natural and Maduro. I unraveled the thing. I opened it up, and there's a beautiful, oily... Maduro, real Maduro, not messing around right. Maduro. I smoked the cigar. I was blown away. Hmm. And later on, he came over to say hello to me. And I said, that is the most gimmicky cigar. I love gimmicky stuff, first off, but it was awesome. Mm. It tasted great. And he says, it can be gimmicky and good. And I said, it is. It really is. Yeah. Bless you. We ended up, uh, after that, rave review of the Maduro. I had only taken the natural on at that point, so I went back and loaded up on all three wrapper The Maduro colors. was good. I've, I've been hating Maduro lately because yeah. there's a lot of people messing around with it. That yeah, one was this is one a of the best. Maduro. Oh, my God. It was delicious. As gimmicky as it is, and it's no, no cheap date either. That was a $10. $10 cigar, yeah. yeah. So it's going to come in a little um, treasure chest that you open up the treasure chest, and there's one of each flavor That's so in there. cool. So uh, Island Jim. And then uh, the Great White. The Great White. The Great White. This is for uh, Shock Week coming up August 13th. And I'm, I'm going to say this is the brainchild of our very own award-winning David Garofalo. Award-winning. Award-winning. Uh, recognized by Davidoff as being uh, one of the people fighting for your rights as cigar smokers. He likes to make weird stuff. And this one is weird. Well, but it's is, good. Instead of the band being on a cigar like it normally is... It's halfway down, and the band connects on the top, not wraps around, oh, making a fin. Like a looks fin. like a fin. Making a fin on the top. So there's the shock. It's a torpedo, and it's a Maduro, and it's a real Maduro. Yep. It's a Brazilian um, Arapiaca Maduro with um, Nicaraguan filler and bind, a different blend of that. Um, and I believe I have done what Jim has done. And I created a gimmicky cigar that's actually a very good cigar, in my opinion. We'll see what you guys think. Maybe Barry will do a review on it. I doubt it. Well, you don't have to worry about that because Ali Paraka happens to be one of my favorite rappers. Okay. And uh, maybe that will be the one you and I go head-to-head on because I haven't smoked that one yet. All right. And you haven't smoked it yet. If we do that, we're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) All right. Uh, There we go. Well well uh, played, sir. Any insights on the packaging for that? It's in a tray of 10. 
and they're uncellophane because there wasn't a cellophane yeah. enough to do it. So it lays in a, in a flat tray of 10. It's going to come out uh, just a couple of days before Shark Week, which happens to be the most viewed cable television week on television of all. And the idea of this is every year a different type of shock will come out. Brilliant. So this year it is the Great White. And next year, who knows, the hammerhead or whatever it's going to be. And the different, the, there's 2,000 different species right. of sharks. So we're uh, going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> i got to live that long. As you, can, you, goal, could, yeah. you could theoretically make uh, 10 sharks every year. It could be right. 10 different never, ones. never get caught up. Uh, it'll, so. it'll be interesting. We'll see where it goes. Um, it has a small, small production. Um, so don't expect uh, all kind of stores to carry it. But uh, it will uh, begin to go out um, couple of weeks from now and it'll hit the stores and it'll be here what, and gone what kind fast. of time are we looking at chuck well we only have we have a two-minute warning coming up in about a minute 30 seconds all right, so i, I don't think we have to enough talk to... about my favorite what's your favorite my favorite of all the gimmicky things that i saw and bought unbeknownst to david uh it's a thing called a bouchon now this bouchon. is going to end up being the pipe for the cigar smoker or the cigar for the pipe smoker it looks like a light bulb. I wish I still had the sample. I ended up smoking it. It was great. It looks like a light bulb. It fits in the top of, a, of the pipe. You light it like a cigar. You cut it like a cigar. But it smokes like a pipe. And the beautiful thing about it is unlike most times when you smoke a pipe, and Barry, you smoke a pipe, you can attest to the tongue bite mm-hmm. that happens because it gets so hot in that bowl. Well, that's also because most people don't know how to properly smoke a pipe for the first time. You don't want the bit to rest against your tongue. Ah. If it rests against your tongue, it will become acidic. Ah, that's good to know. Mm. We're not just the cigar authority. We're the pipe authority. Again, I am a purist, and I don't like flavored cigars at all. This is not flavored. That's right. And Mm. pipe tobacco is. Yes. Pipe tobacco is a flavored cigar, right? It is. Yeah. So, therefore, this is a smoking a pipe using all tobacco, tobacco from and it sits outside tobacco. of the pipe, so you end up with the air keeping that cigar cool because that's what it is, and the bulb shape of it keeps it to the outside of the pipe. You end up with a, an airspace chamber for the smoke to cool inside the pipe, and then you draw it in. It tastes exactly like a cigar. I thought it was cool as hell. So, and I want it, and I want to try it, and we'll we'll smoke it on the show when yeah, they we arrive. Will. I wonder if they use Burley tobacco in the cigar. They, I don't think they do. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. When that comes in, we're going to have to look up the uh, information. So yeah, coming up, we've got Cigar Journal Awards, and we've got the wrap-up of the Davidoff Awards, which we already let one of those cats out of the bag. But there was some cool stuff that we haven't talked about there at that go. event. Yep. Uh, we're also going to get into the lowlights um, and people that we met that were at the show. And when we come back, the top ten knucklehead moves made by new cigar brand owners at the IPCPR. And we'll give uh, little hats off to the guy that wrote that. But we'll, we'll read that, too. we got cigar news and rumors from Barry. You're going to want to stick around for that. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to become a hated blogger once again. This is some information. And uh, if it's true, he's going to look like a That's assuming that at genius. some point you were liked. <laughs> That's true. We'll get, up, <laughs> we'll get caught up in the mailbag and uh, lots more. So uh, for Barry Stein, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and I'm David Garofalo, we'll be back with our number two in Studio 2 live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking, you're Robert Caldwell. The king is dead. Keep the lid end out of your mouth so your taste buds don't die along with it. And we want to remind you, if you're enjoying the content presented here on The Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a review. 
or a rating up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. As the fellas mentioned, we'll be back with Hour 2 right here on the Cigar Authority, featured on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better, it is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Dan Bay. The authority on everything cigar. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. (laughs) And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. 
No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, mom! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. Shake and bake, baby. We're back live. Light them up, light them up, light them up. In Studio 2, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, we got the top 10 knucklehead moves made by new cigar brand owners at the IPCPR trade show. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. He'll get Debonair and Mr. Jonathan's got Old Fod Freddy in the aging room with some letters in the mailbag. And Barry's got some news and rumors that you want to hear. Believe me, stick around, everybody. Welcome back to hour number two of The Cigar Authority. We're going to possibly lose some advertisers on yes, that segment. Yes, we are. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world. It is always broadcast on location this week. High atop Two Guys Smoke Shop and Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire in Studio 2B. The only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and we demand that you light up along with us. We really smoke on the show, folks. We don't just fake it. And we ask you to light up. Right along with us. You Except tune in better. at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. I recommend you pour yourself a nice stiff drink, too, because as the show gets Well, we get funnier yeah. when you get drunker. <laughs> you'll, you'll start getting into our terrible humor that we have. The king is dead? No, the king is alive and well with Robert Caldwell. I like it. It's very good. Very woody, nice amount of spice. Yeah. Definitely a winner in my book. It doesn't It doesn't taste like it's got an excessive amount of Corojo in it. I typically don't care for the, the spicy pepperiness that Corojo uh, imparts, mm-hmm. and this is a little softer version of that. I'll agree with that. It's in the nose. Remember I say that? When, yeah, when I get it, I, I, can, I can taste it in my Tommy nose. Tommy Gurley used to say that, too. This one has that. Next week, we're going to smoke cigars that is all aroma. Ah. All aroma. Domo yeah. arigato, Mr. Roboto. There we go. So I'm going to actually put this down. Domo. This was a Corona that I got all the way through in one hour. You know why? Well, yours didn't even go out. I did all the talking this time. You did light my cigar five times. I actually enjoyed the last hour the most because you did most of the talking. (laughs) It was good. So I'm going to put it down. We have a little more, but we have four cigars to smoke now. We're all going to pick one because... I'd like to to do the gentlemanly thing here, if I can. Yes. Uh, I know that Chuck is a huge fan of the swag. He is. And so, Chuck, if you don't mind, I'm going to pick yours for you because I know you're too much of a gentleman to call out what you want, yeah. which is the swag. You know it, brother. And I'm going to send it in your direction if you don't mind. I would love it. Now, we haven't smoked this before, so you're going to have to help us on it. This is the swag what? Black. Black. And it is not a Maduro? It's or not a Maduro. It's I don't dark. know. What is that? Um, it's a Dominican Puro. Dominican Puro. Yeah, I believe Chuck has uh, some comes information in four, on it. And then that's it. It right. comes in uh, four it... <laughs> sizes, four different sizes. It has an MSRP of $7 to $9, and it comes from Boutique Blends, based in Miami. That's there we right. go. Boutique Blends are the people that put aging room out. It's the, uh, it's the number one. Freddy segment. Is what it that is. is. But it's the number one cigar in the, in free, the free world. world. You should have seen the, their booth. They had huge letters, number one cigar, boom, right up across the top of oh, the You've got to show that. Yeah. It was and, awesome. and I heard it was a beautiful booth. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And they, they had uh, house music playing through the whole time, which, the as you guys know, that if you follow Rafael Nadell on Facebook or Twitter, he's a concert-level violinist and pianist right. and into classical music. He goes to the opera all the time. Yeah, he comes up always here to visit us says, I got the opera tonight. Yeah. So for him to be listening to house music, I'm like, Rafael, what's going on with this music, man? It's terrible. And he says... 
I heard and read somewhere a study that the faster the music is, the more people get energized and the more they'll buy. And I, I want them to buy a lot. So we're all going to suck it up. He goes, believe me, none of us like it. His kids are all into rap. His kids it, write it and, and got and Grammy it. Awards yeah. for it. Come for, on. For Lil Wayne. Yes, Lil Wayne. Wow. Yeah, he and won, among he, others. I, I mean, think I believe he's won two Grammy Awards, nominated for many. Come yeah. on. Oh, many. yeah. Many. Wow. So As it has been for Davidoff, I've been nominated every year for multiple, at least two every single year, to win as a nomination to their Golden yeah. Band Awards. This year, I was nominated for none. And I won one. That's the whole key right there. <laughs> that's the key. So th- that's how they Next get time you're not nominated, look at it as a positive. Really? Kind of like a lifetime achievement award. Jeez, you know? I know. just feel bad. Oh, we might as well yeah, give Yeah, just one give it to them, and then you've got to worry about, is, is there something wrong? Am I well? No. <laughs> Barry and I have both smoked the Hoya Red, and you have not. I have not. So I think you should smoke I that. I want to. Barry, I smoked the Labahim. And that's the one I actually look so, forward to try the most. All right, today. so why don't you smoke that? And that leaves me last but not least with the CLE Limitada. Wow, there's some great cigars here, man. So my La Bohème also comes from Boutique Blends, and it's named after uh, Puccini Opera. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over the Mi- Dominican binder and filler with an MSRP of 8 to $13. And sometimes it feels like I went to the Porky Pig school speech. Here we go. Well, mine, right. mine, features, mine features a tissue paper wrapper and no band. Oh, it has no band. It has no band. Will it not have a band? No. This is how it comes wow, right here. Boom. Really? Tissue paper. You take it off and then no one knows what Christian Arroyer is a firm believer of a naked cigar. He says if the cigar is so good, you don't want anybody to know what you're smoking so it's your own secret. He's obviously not a retailer. I disagree with that completely. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Wrong. That's the worst marketing thing you've ever done. Don't let anybody know. God forbid the guy next to him wants to buy one. Right. Keep it a secret. What are you nope. smoking? I can't tell you. Nope. Secret. He's hoping tell. this is the best kept secret in the cigar industry. And he feels that it is uh, a point of pride or um, ego to keep the band on your cigar. So he takes the band off of all the cigars that he smokes. No details are being disclosed on that cigar at all? Nothing. Uh, it is Christian Aroa's personal I couldn't personal even get the blend. rep to send me really much of it at all. And that is a high-ticket item, man, between 15 and $18. And that's a Robusto. You've got to imagine that's a $15 Robusto. Thing better be good. Better be good. And I am going to smoke the Hoya de Nicaragua, just called the Hoya Red. And uh, it's the newest cigar from Hoya de Nicaragua that uses lower primings as a result, more flavorful than strong, which is up my alley. Hoya de Nicaragua, although very nice cigars, usually too full-bodied for my palate. So I'm, I'm dying to try this because they're the greatest people at Hoya they're de Nicaragua. Nice. And uh, they do make one cigar that I love, which is made for somebody else. I'm not a guest. Yes. Fratello. Is that yes. a guess? Fratello, which uh, I said, wow, you got them to make a, a cigar not as full-bodied, and I really, really like it. Well, here is the Hoya de Nicaragua Red, uh, a Nicaraguan puro that comes in four sizes with a manufacturer's suggested retail price of 575 to $8. So I'm smoking go. the cheapest Very cigar reasonable. here. And um, we'll see how this is. So right now it is time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. You don't have that memorized yet, huh? Nope. Still advertises right now, even though you <laughs> talked about his wife, which you should never do. Perdomo's brands, uh, Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered their, and, and you'd know it if you went to their booth because they were packed. Oh, my God. 
I went to dinner with him on the last night, the, the night before the half day, um, and with him and his family. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. How, how, it, Taking us out uh, out to dinner with them, uh, us. They took you and Gianna. Right. I wasn't invited. It was a family family so thing, could, so we could talk you, you about it behind my back. I'm sure. Absolutely. For most cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. They should, they stand for family. That's what they That's stand what they for. That's what they do. So uh, I'm looking at the cigar, and it looks beautiful. I got a triple cap on mine. Yeah, it's interesting. There was one cigar. I forget the name. Of it, the guy did a, a a video, Barry. Maybe you can help me with this, where the cap is part of the leaf itself. They fold it over and break it, and fold it over and break it. Yep, that's Matilde cigars. Matilde, from, uh, Jose Sejas. Yeah, yeah, Matilda. Matilda. What do we tell you about the singing? Okay, no more singing. What do we tell you? <laughs> I can't talk about Barry's ball bag. You can't sing. No more. Wow. So we're you, using the you vertical. Didn't sell that to Florida Dominicana, did you? <laughs> no. Maybe we could sell it to the CBT. There we go. We tried to get LaFleur Dominicana on this show. It is not happening. Striking out, man. It is not happening. Did you get any new advertisers? None. None. The most promising one was George Padron, as I'm about to buy his $5,000 humidor filled with uh, 50 cigars in it. A whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, seven of them. Yeah. As I'm talking about buying seven, and I say, you know, you really should advertise on the Cigar Authority. He goes, oh, I'll consider it. And then nothing after that. Maybe you didn't buy enough $2,000 DuPont lighters. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. You bought enough of those, too. Yeah. So uh, did you buy enough lighters? Oh, my God. I bought enough lighters. It's a gorgeous we have, lighter. We have a question on the lighter, actually, while we're speaking of it. Yeah, okay. And uh, I think the answer is yes, but I don't like to make assumptions. And the question is the lighter. They're using on today's show. Is it using butane? It is using butane. It is a soft flame butane lighter with three tools on it. What's it called? This is the puffer. Puffer. And it's specifically designed for the pipe lighter, the pipe smoking guy who's on the go, and he needs to carry all of his tools with him with the lighter. He doesn't want. He wants to pack light. So you would expect a lot of money to have all the tools in the lighter and something of a metal body like this in, in a uh, shop look. And it's nineteen ninety nine. I'm curious <laughs> if a guy named Pete owns this. Does that make him a Peter Puffer? Yeah. It certainly does. Here we go. With my bell. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to toast this bad boy up. The Hoya Red, um, and this is uh, on the band that says established nineteen sixty eight. But we know it. That's, de Nicaragua, established 1968. Is that right? Yes. They were the first Nicaraguan cigar company. Yes, they were. Um, longest. And they're the oldest? A year before I was born. Really? Oh, you're old. I think I was smoking cigars by then. 1968. You're, you're older. I had my first cigar at 13. Begged my father. Let was he a cigar smoker? No. We no? Were, we were at a, we were at a, a party. And uh, I begged him to let me try it, and he's like, no, no, no. Finally, he caved in, and I lit it up, and I turned green. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody from uh, DreamWorks was there and got the idea for Shrek. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, you get some more highlights here? I actually have um, – did we get the Cigar Journal Award winners, Barry? We don't. We're going to get to that okay. next week. That'll be next because week. Because we right, have right. so much, so we'll do that next week. Uh, and then – the Davidoff Golden Band Awards, I have to defer to Barry on that as well. What I can say, it was the most impressive party that we went to. Uh, they had the electric violins playing. Yes. Uh, and Dave, Four won- girls on electric violins playing rock old school music. rock yeah. 
ACDC, Led Zeppelin. During dinner. It was, and people were tapping the toes. They were into it. Every single song ended with some sort of ovation. The electric violin. Oh, it was crazy. That brings me like back to, uh, what was that movie? Revenge of the Nerds. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. So like that. But there were four of them, and they were four hot girls. Awesome. So. And animated up on the stage doing little violin battles. The only, I wish they had played Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah. Because that would have been pretty epic. Wow. But they didn't play it. They played many, many rock songs, some pop stuff. There's video of it on the Cigar Authority there website. There certainly is. If you search Golden Band Awards, you'll find it. And you'll find a little 30-second uh, clip of them doing ACDC. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So check that out. So that, that was, was good. good. So you got some lowlights? I do have some lowlights. All right. All right. For starters, the stats on... The trade show, uh, as reported to me by none other than David Garofalo. Uh, so if it's wrong, he's the one you talk to on this. Uh, there were less people attending. And by less people, there were fewer badges handed out, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they might have oh, signed okay. up, but they didn't show up or whatever. But So uh, less people. About uh, 10% less than the year but, prior. But to me, it looked like more only because the trade show was so much larger, a third larger in size and uh, 10% less people. You know, there was – it. it Certain points, like towards the very end, it looks like, wow, there's nobody down the how, aisle. How many people would you say, if you had a guess? 5,000. Yeah. Wow. It was impressive. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's talk about unions. Oh, my God. So, Chuck, we're setting up the trade show booth. Oh, now, God. We're in there early because that's, that's how we roll. Everything's been taken care of and paid for in advance. Sure. Big mistake. And we now have to sit there and wait for... Cabinets to arrive. We arrive at an empty booth. We got to wait for cabinets oh. to arrive. Then you can't touch the cabinets. Can't touch them. You Four tell yep. the guy where to put the cabinet, and he moves he the moves cabinet, it, which I can just grab and move. But don't touch it. You can't touch it because the union guy. union guy gets paid to do it. And then you wait for the electricity, which the cabinet should come plugged in. You got to wait for an electrician because a different guy moves the cabinets, then plugs in the cabinets. So while the electrical guy is running his wires, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. two different people. Two different, oh yeah, two, two electricians, two electricians, <laughs> one cabinet guy. So this, the, the, we're waiting for the electrical guy to get there for hours. Finally, three o'clock happens, and oh. they're they're done, except for plugging in three plugs. Three o'clock hits. The guy's about to plug the cord in. Hold and on. His foreman walks by and he goes, "Hey, put that down. It's three o'clock." The guy drops it. I laughed because I thought it was joking. They were just busting him. Ah, yeah, I hear about these union stuff. Two of them, they got up and walked out. We don't see them again until 4 o'clock. They take an hour break at 3 o'clock in the oh afternoon. When they come back, Chuck, they don't just plug in the three plugs they got to plug in. They now go through every single wire to make Reach sure oh, they're on, you know, they're 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 flat. They're paid by they're the, on the hour. clock, of course. Listen, when, when I'm looking for four tables and 12 chairs, the first guy comes, brings... Four tables and 12 regular low tables and 12 high chairs that go on high-top things. And I look at them and I go, well, there's supposed to be four low tables and and 12 low chairs. He goes, okay. I said, I'm sorry. You know, obviously, look, it's never going to work like that. He goes, no problem, man. I get paid by the hour. I can do this all day. And he's he likes it. it. He's he likes it. it. The so more he, they screw up, the more money they make. So he's in their best interest. This is the United States, folks. This is where it's going. He leaves with the tables and the chairs. The tables were fine. Mm. Then we get into a problem. They run out of tables. They gave our tables away to somebody else. And now we've got to wait for an order of tables to come in. I mean, the, we Chuck, were, six hours. Was, six hours. Oh, my God. And it was right behind us. And we can't take them. Let me ask you guys this. Here, here's, here's the real question. In terms of hours, 
How many hours of work are, you, are we physically talking about here? Oh, the whole booth should have took an hour. 20 minutes or an hour? Tops, yeah. crazy. An and hour. That's, with, that's with Nelson because he's a graphic designer. That's with Nelson designing how everything is going to be displayed in the cases. And he changed a couple of things and moved some stuff around. We weren't allowed to touch it, not because Nelson's a union, but he's the artist. So yep. a couple people feeding him the cigars so he could set up the display, and he did a great job. So an hour, hour's worth of work that took how long? Eight. Ten? Yeah. It was all day. Now, there was a little debacle that had to do with pizza, and I want to tell everybody, number one, do not ever go to a trade show if you don't bring snacks for David because he gets grumpy. Well, number two. I'm I'm mad at the union guys. I'm upset through the whole thing. Uh, When he tells you to get a couple of pizzas, he's referring to per person. I didn't say a couple. I said get a bunch of pizzas and waters. Here's what he comes back with. There's there's seven of us or nine of us? (laughs) Seven. Seven of us. He comes back with two Teeny little um, individual Who? pizzas. He Me. comes back with two individual pizzas and nothing to drink. After with an every, hour and a half. Hour and a half. So I, I look at him and I'm like, oh, my God. I said, what the hell? He goes, I, I, they are small, but I didn't think they were that small. I said, two pizzas for seven, two individual pizzas for seven people. So he says, look, everyone's just taking one slice. I said, everybody's embarrassed to so take more. You're not having any? I said, no, I'm not having any. So that the other people can have some. And that was it. So he wasn't mad afterwards, though. They saved him an entire pizza, and he did eat the entire thing. So well, sure. He was, he was hungry. No, but everybody was doing the same thing, being gentlemanlike and yeah. stuff. But we were all starving, and I, instead of biting his now, arm off, I ate let's, the rest of the pizza. Let's talk about why David shouldn't have been eating the pizza, because he broke two things in Las Vegas. And I'm going to argue perhaps it was because he shouldn't be eating pizza, but you can maybe make another argument. He broke a chair at a restaurant. And ended up on his back. There on the was floor, no screw in it, creating a scene, <laughs> and it was very embarrassing. That oh. every I was, I, was another, down, I was down, spread eagle on the ground. Good thing he wasn't wearing a dress; we would have known what what religion he was. So, and I'm on the ground, and I said, "Oh, my check, my check. <laughs> <laughs> I need a monthly check." But no, no and he fine. also broke an escalator, and that's that. That's the uh, escalator stopped. I got on the escalator, it stopped. Yeah, that's got to be coincidental. So yeah. we did get a chance to uh, to meet and hang out with the guys from the Cigar Federation. Yes. Great guys. Yes, great guys. Uh, they they're, were. They're into it. They, they were into, into it. it. They were all over Atabay man. Best cigar they smoked at the show. They said. They said that at every. They might have, but they were nice. They were, they nice were loving guys. Nelson, and yeah. uh, also got a chance to hang out with our friend William Cooper from Cigar Coop. He's part we went of the to a cocktail party with him, and uh, boy, he knows his stuff. He too. does. Awesome guy. Yeah. Uh, he was. These guys know more about cigars than cigar store owners. They're into it big time, man. They they know. I mean, I had to refer to him a couple times. What was that again? Or something. Plus, he's very smart. He's a IBM guy. Yeah. Nate yeah. works for IBM. Yeah. Part of uh, Stogie Gibson. He was one of the founders of the Cigar Media Association, yes. the CMA. Which I'll tell you, I sit on the board of directors of IPCPR, and that is usually a. We do the wrap up meeting on the last day. We meet at 7 o'clock in the morning. We talk for a few hours about what happened at the show. No negative was happening about the, um, the bloggers and the media which usually is a horrible thing that they say, this is what they did, and we're getting complaints about this. And I think he reeled it in a bit. He did. There's a code of conduct. It's and awesome. I know some people out there, other bloggers and stuff, are saying, I don't want to be part of the media and this thing, and why do we have to be an organization? It's just for the sake of reeling them in and saying, okay, we have a code of conduct. We're, we're, we're looking at you also, yeah. as opposed to just the IPCPR. Listen, I'm on, I'm on both sides. I'm, I'm on the other side, too, and I fight for you to... to uh, stay there. I think you belong there, but 
I have arguments with the other board of directors' meetings because when some jerk steals stuff and empties boxes of cigars out and fills his thing in and sneaks in the show before people are allowed to be in there, oh, I just want to take pictures and stuff before any of it. This is a serious insurance thing yeah. that happens at that point. It's not we don't want you in there. The insurance doesn't start until 10 o'clock. God forbid the bridge falls mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. The organization is over. Right. You know, so th- this is what it's about. So everybody doesn't understand the back end of what it is, and I wouldn't either, but I happen to be in the back end too. So I'm here to tell you it is a good thing, and, and thank you, Will Cooper, for yes. putting the thing together because it, it actually put a shining light on the bloggers, and they were very good. There wasn't any trouble, so it was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So, so is the cigar I'm smoking, by the way. It is Hoya good. I knew, you'd like Red, it. I knew you'd like it. The best, best Hoya de Nicaragua I've ever smoked for my personal taste because uh, I can't take the real strong stuff. Yeah. Although it isn't the best. The best one I ever had was that limited one. Barry, oh, help me Quattro out here. Cinco. Quattro Cinco. Oh, that oh one's the God. ball. I found three of those in Seabrook. I saved a box. Nice. We'll be smoking them a year or two from now. Nice. And you'll be saying, where'd you get those? That's awesome. So, uh, listen, uh, this day in American classic history, you want to do this thing? Let's do it, baby. Yeah. O- okay. Brought to you by American Classic Cigars. Handmade imported. You've from- heard of Epic Rap Battle. <laughs> but now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. <laughs> tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Mr. Jonathan and Barry versus Chuck because it was a tie last week and Chuck is still the champion. Today is July 26th and it's Sandra Bullock's birthday. Sandra Bullock is American actress and produced Rose to Fame in the 1990s in her role in Demolition Man. Speed. The Net, um, While You Were Sleeping, Time to Kill, lots and lots of movies. She won Grammy Awards, and she's the 14th richest woman in the entertainment industry with a net value of $85 million. Today's her birthday, Sandra Bullock. What year? 1969. What do you got? 1963 for a point, Chuck. 1964. Damn it. <sighs> Sir Michael Phillips Jagger. Mick Jagger. English musician, singer, songwriter, actor, best known for his lead vocals, and founding member of the Rolling Stones. He's a jumping Jack Flash. He was born today. What year? Barry thinks he's got the answer here. All right. We're going to go 1934. Ooh, 1934. And Chuck says 1940 for the point. 43. Son of a. Son of a. And today is Kevin Fowler's birthday. Kevin Fowler. Nothing. Anything? Any Kevin Fowler? A.K.A. Kevin Spacey. Ah. Kevin Spacey's American Quite actor, film director. Bobby Darren. Uh, yeah. Screenwriter and films he produced. Mac uh, the Knife. He was Kisser Sose, Kaiser Sose in The Unusual Suspects. K-Pack. 
House of Cards, Superman Returns, American Beauty, Swimming with Sharks, L.A. Confidential. You know him, you love him. He's Kevin Spacey. Today's his birthday. What year? 1949. 54. 54. 54 for the point. Wow. It's 59. Nice. He's coming up with no more answers. He's shutting them out. There we go. Today is the birthday of Gracie Allen. Do you know, remember her? Gracie Allen. She was an American comedian who became internationally known. Say goodnight, Gracie. George Burns' wife. Say goodnight, Gracie. Gracie Allen is the straight man uh, for Burns who delivered the punchlines. And uh, he has made arrangements for flowers to be brought to her grave daily um, and made weekly visits to her in person without fail for the rest of his long life, which uh, George Burns died at the age of 100, who smokes cigars every single day. Also, Gracie Allen was born today. What year? 1929. 1903. 1903. 1903. And you're both over. It's 1895. Ooh. I was the closest. But you would have been over. I would have been over, but I still was the closest. Okay, and last. You make no more, no more things. <laughs> last but not least, today is the birthday of Joseph Water. Joseph Water. Smoke on the water. Joe Jackson. Okay, smoking Joe Jackson. Baseball player Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson is a talent uh, manager and father of the Jackson family entertainment, oh. including music superstar Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. Joe Jackson briefly performed on his own. Uh, in a blues band, the Falcons, where he played guitar. Despite the efforts, the Falcons failed to get a recording deal and broke up. But his children made him who he is today. That's Joe Jackson. Birthday, 1924. 19, 24, and Chuck says 1930. 24 will take the win, the point. It's 1928. You're over, nice. Chuck. And we have a tie. Awesome. We have a tie, so Chuck continues the reign of terror. This classic day in American history brought to you by Classic He's Cigars. Stuck with Barry Whichever again. classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. <laughs> Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Yeah, baby. Okay, um, t- top ten uh, knucklehead moves. You know what? The only two questions we got right are the ones I came up with. I can't disagree that, with that. Is that true? <laughs> I can't disagree with that. Uh, you know what? Before we do you're that, l- let's go to uh, Gentleman Chuck Morris. Let's right. take care of some of these bills here. Uh, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Mr. Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we're going to talk about the etiquette of what to do during the singing of the national anthem, not for your own country, but for the visiting country. And this is something that will apply to Olympics, to your local baseball game, to any sporting event where obviously any gentleman during the national anthem is going to remove their own cap. They're going to stand up straight. They're going to put their right hand on their heart, and they're going to recite out loud their own country's national anthem. But what I see, gentlemen, occurring very frequently is a disrespect for the other country's national anthem. I'm here to remind all the gentlemen out there, if they want to be more debonair, 
two, during the other team's national anthem, to do the same that you would do for your own country. Stand up straight. Show some respect. Show some respect, man. Do you put your hand on your heart? Yeah. Even for the national anthem? Of course. You hold it to your you heart? You hold it to your heart. You stand That's up your straight. That's what if it isn't? What if it's the enemy? What if what if it's um, the well, hopefully? What if it's the Iranian anthem? If it's if you're going to be debonair, you hope to be friends with everybody, even if they're from Canada. That is correct. Canada, really? You do that? Do you put your hand out? No, like, you do no, not. No, no, wow. no, you do not. <laughs> no, you do not. No. Okay, that's, a, that's, a, that's an edgy question, Dave. But I think Mr. Jonathan has it correct. I think the gentlemanly thing to do is to show respect, even if you may disagree politically. Because the guys the playing for the sports team, if they defected to this country, you wouldn't hate them because they're Iranian. No. Right. That's right. I got a great story about the Canadian anthem. I went to a baseball game once. I'm standing there. I'm singing the Canadian anthem. Oh, Canada. Ooh, get, which I know all the words to. The person in front of me turns around and asks me if I'm Canadian. I told him, no, I'm just a hockey fan. Awesome. There we go. There we go. Being to so many hockey games, a lot of times you got to stand for both anthems. Yep. And I learned you the words. like a gentleman. Like a gentleman. Like a debonair gentleman. Like a debonair gentleman. And he is debonair. The question always is gentleman. Are you debonair enough? I am. In this so, one case, I am. And uh, debonair Maduro landing at shops very, very soon. And not in a, not in a Solomon. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I'm I like okay selling the Solomon. I got to be honest with you, twenty bucks a pop. Yeah. As a retailer, um, it takes so long to smoke that, and, and I can't get through it. So oh. um, they they going with what's moving. But um, I have a box of Solomon. Nice. Put I've seen that from the first one. I've seen that the first one. As a matter of fact, it was brought to me, and I had never smoked a debonair period before, so I smoked one, and I said, you know what, I want to keep this. And I put it aside, and he was up in my office, and I put it in there, and I said, we'll smoke this a year or two from now together, blah, blah, blah. And he said, okay. And I got in the mail one cigar to put into oh, it. Oh, is he a gentleman? What is he debonair? Oh, my God. Is he debonair? He's awesome. So he sent me an extra cigar, That's so we'll so... be full again. That nice is awesome. Guy. I had a chance to hang out with Phil several times. Uh, interesting thing about Phil, he does not gamble. Nope. And he does not drink. Not anymore. And he was hanging out at the bar at the casino. Every single night. Not drinking enough. Not drinking, hmm. not gambling, just representing for gentlemen across the country. Always well-dressed. Yeah. Uh, matching his leathers. You know what I, I bet he would do? Buy you a drink. He did. You know he what? Did. He did. Did he really? Yeah. I bet. I would imagine he would do he that. He did. Because he is a gentleman, man. He, he picked the right thing. Yeah. The mm. right brand to be. Yeah. You know, and that's who he is. So, well, he does own it. So, hopefully. I'm going to quickly steal some of Jonathan's thunder. Um, okay. On the La Boheme. Yeah. Shortbread cookie. Oh. It reminds me of a shortbread cookie, especially the aroma. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I cigar won't. is special. That cigar is special. You smoked it, too. I did, yeah. Oh, I have yeah. not smoked that, but we have them coming. I smoked it with Rafael Nadal himself. Nice. Nice. Sat down just, with him. Just to show off a little more. I could have what just... Are you, what are you smoking, Jonathan? I'm smoking the uh, CLE Signature Cigar. Okay. And this is a high-end Christian Aroa's blend... Um, I know Christian Aroa. I know he likes him strong. This is, like you said, I, I had never really picked it up before, but right through the nose, man. There's yeah. some power going on here, but well-balanced. There's some great flavor coming out of it. It's good. And how about the swag? Yeah, so I'm smoking the swag black, and um, it's Nicaraguan, so it's got a little spice to it, a little bite. 
the first uh, the, the the first flavor that I taste. It's not Nicaraguan, right? No, it's, it's a Dominican. Oh, I'm sorry, Dominican, Dominican, Dominican puro. But Dominicans to me are, are a little bit spicier, I guess, maybe a little bit heavier on my palate. So the first taste I got when I first lit it up was kind of like a charcoal, a charcoal steak, oh, and yeah. it's remained consistent there with, with just a little pepper, a little heat to it, in a good way. Like the burnt ends of a good. Uh, brisket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mr. Nice. Jonathan, you're going to get the... Thank you. I'm not even smoking it. That's how good I am, Barry. That's who I am. How about, now, Dave, what do you... you got the Nicaragua Red. Um, it is well-balanced, straight, medium-bodied. Uh, has some creaminess to it. I like it. This is a go-to now. This is good. This is really good. Yeah. The amazing thing is the price. We're talking five seventy-five. Yeah. So that takes it from whatever it was and add five extra points onto that because value? Oh, my God. Very good. This is going to be a big, big selling cigar right here. You bought this? Oh, yeah. This is going to be a big seller. It's good. It, it, it this, at this kind of price, it's unbelievable. What rating would you give it? I'm not done with it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't give it a rating until I finished the cigar. And I would also, you, and those that have been listening to the show for four and a half years know that we have never attached a number to ever to any of the cigars that we do. But I would want to smoke the cigar at least a few times because consistency is a big number for me. Yeah. How can you say consistent if you smoke one? That is correct. Right? Yeah. So that, that's the part of it. And as we uh, gear up, and you'll see as we get closer to the end of the year and we look for contenders for the cigar of the year, and assuming that this is consistent, this would be a contender for sure. We would look at things like that that say it's the same every time. And even if you don't like it, it has to be the same every time. Sure. Consistency value. If it's too strong for me, and we've picked cigars that are too strong for me as contenders, they're too strong for me, but they're consistently strong for the person that wants it consistent. You may hate a McDonald's hamburger, but I don't care where you go. A McDonald's hamburger tastes exactly like McDonald's That's hamburger no matter what. I it's disagree awful. with that. No? Okay. Living in New York City... I couldn't stand McDonald's. I hated it. It didn't taste the same. Once I started living outside of New York City, it tasted different. It tasted cleaner. Well, it was there wasn't the smog issue, so you, you're <laughs> eating some of the air in New York City. That's Did that's going to make it a little dirty. Speaking of a hamburger, do you eat the White Castle stuff? Oh, you got it, man. Yeah, and that's the true test of a relationship. <laughs> that, is, that is awful. That's the worst crap. That's dog food, right? I don't know. I kind of enjoy it. See, this, it's a New York especially thing. If you're, especially awful. if you're drunk, there's nothing better well, than a white castle. Yeah, well, your palate changes. That'll also loaded. take me to Philadelphia with the uh, steak and cheese from um, anywhere. The two places across from each other. See, though, if you ask anybody in Philadelphia, those are not the places to go. They sure aren't. They're oh, awful. The, the place to go. The place <laughs> to go. The name escapes me, but it's on Oregon Street. Really. Awful. Everybody from Philadelphia, when they want a real Philly cheesesteak, yeah. they go to the place on Oregon Street. Yeah, I got to try that because the, the, the two next to each other, Cheese Whiz. Yeah, Cheese Whiz out. is it's not greasy. a cheese. It's a product. <laughs> it's odd, awful. It's awful. You want a cheesesteak, I'll take you to Everett. And I took you there. Did I ever take you to a place in Everett for a cheesesteak? Yes, you did. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, and, did. and I took Barry on our, on our first date to, uh, <laughs> to Chelsea for steak tips. And they don't even never even heard us. I tips. can't believe that, man. All right, so let's move back to bashing Dave. <laughs> it was so good, I almost put out on the first date. Oh, yeah, I, I got a letter from uh, Vishond Jones sent to my two guys email uh, because we talked about him before. He blind a, guy, because he's a blind guy. Yes, and apparently, and maybe you can work on this. Our cigar authority site is not blind friendly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. 
but there's some yeah. thing on it that helps blind people be able to go there, and I have to feel like we're missing out on the blind cigar smoker contingent. I'm going to look right now and see if there is a plug-in to All make right, it to make blind, it blind friendly. friendly, which if you would. So, Mr. J, I'm the blind guy who called in the other day to order some sticks. I called back just now and got my order processed. It was a pleasure to hear you answer the phone. So, on our two guys' website, apparently that is blind. That friendly. is blind friendly. Okay. I was thinking you were the big guy. I believe is referring to you, Dave, because uh, this was pre. Why? Because I weigh more than you. I, I'm, I'm apparently I'm I, shorter. You sound bigger on the on the uh, the really? radio. I do think. I? Yeah, you got a bigger voice, uh, and and you wouldn't be caught dead answering the phone and taking orders. Well, maybe he's talking about Ed. Could be talking about Ed. Uh, I've met Jonathan Drew before, and I must say, I was more excited to hear you than seeing him in person. Oh, God. <laughs> than right. seeing him in person. Well, maybe he saw see- him back when he could see. I don't know. Really? I smoke about two sticks a day and love cigars. As the subject says, I'm completely a blind gentleman, and I love the leaf. A few Ooh. shows ago, I felt sorry for you having to be blindfolded on the show. It was <laughs> funny, and you did just as... You did us blind guys a great justice. Nice. You took David's comments like a true gentleman. He doesn't like when you pick on me. No. Just saying. <laughs> I'm big. I'm big with the blind folks. Uh, as an aside, we That's have to get you winning can't. more in this day in classic American history. Trivia questions. LOL. Seriously, when I plan to come up to your fine state, I would love to sit in on the show. Which I would love sure. you to. He too. would be my guest. Absolutely. Oh and he could be God. my partner on that game and maybe get me a win. Uh, and show you how blind smoking is really done. Because uh, <laughs> he's be, a professional. That might be a name it. for a good podcast and blog. Uh, tell Chuck, Barry, and Dave I said hi and to leave you the hell alone. You rock in my eyes. And no, David, that is not a slight on Mr. J because I'm blind. So, by the way, Two Guys site has a verification image that blindfold folks can't see. To oh, send an email, is. that's what it is. Ah. So I'm sending this to you. Uh, to your personal email. Thank you so much, Vashond Jones, a listener of the show and a friend of Two Guys Smoke Shop. So thank you for writing yes, us. Yes, that's awesome. That's Every right. time. Every time. Every time. All right. Uh, we are running out of time. Do you want to so hit Freddie before the break? Or you want to get him after the break? Yeah, go ahead. Give, give, give some Freddie. All right. Here he is, guys. Uh, again, disclaimer, this is uh, not the views of the Cigar Authority. <laughs> it's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. In my day, when you undid her bra, you would be faced with either a tennis ball hanging in a tube sock or a set of oblong flapjacks. Nowadays, women walk around with built-in chin rest. They are fake and they are spectacular. In my day, when someone yelled out, I got crabs, it was generally considered a good thing, and you wish they would give you some. Nowadays, if you have crabs, it seems to be a much more private affair. Plus, there is lotion, shaving the affected area, and the awkward conversation with anyone you may have given them to. In my day, snowballing someone meant you waited for a private on the submarine's poop deck and lit him up. Nowadays, snowballing someone involves way more than I care to mention during my segment. We were flapjack-flipping men who were proud of their crabs that snowballed semen with real snow. Sometimes <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, 
Some are not. Have you ever tried the motorboat a set of mud flaps? <laughs> oh my god, it's really hard. <laughs> That's the best one I've ever written right there. Hands down. That is the best one I've ever written. Chuck, mark that one for future oh, replay, my huh? Oh god. Oh god. That I don't was know what epic. to say. And when he said I'm going to save that for a future episode. I don't think so. Oh, my God. That was awesome. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take um, a peek into the asylum. And um, we have some news from Barry. This is the inside news uh, and some rumors that uh, are believed to be true. Uh, some crazy stuff. Uh, it's the guy insiders that want to hear uh, what we are hearing. Uh, we'll share that with you when we come back. We're live from Studio 2. Be. Live atop a two-guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo, Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. 
Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Stick around for some Barry news. He's got some inside scoop. Uh, it's going to get us all fired. Yeah, well, hey, these are rumors, and uh, they haven't been proven correct yet. They haven't been proven wrong yet. That's what's interesting about it. But uh, cinnamon stick. we got some cinnamon going on in the cigar. Oh, yeah. A little zip on my tongue. It's a little cinnamon going in. As I get about halfway done, I'm liking it. This is the Hoya Red. It's not called Hoya de Nicaragua. It's Hoya Red. Red. Yep. And Ed at Nashua, he beats me up because I can't say synonym to save my oh, life. Oh, <laughs> synonym, like little kids do, huh? Yeah. Um, Tony Luke's. Is that Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's is the, is the, is the cheesecake place in Philadelphia. Yeah. So we'll see about that. So we're going to take a quick peek into the asylum, see if we can uh, pay a bill here. <laughs> They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Johnny Lee Banks Jr. of Birmingham and his wife Zelda Banks filed the lawsuit on Tuesday. They are suing the hospital, doctors, and others for medical malpractice. The lawsuit alleges that Banks went to Princeton Baptist Medical Center in Birmingham, Alabama last month for a routine circumcision. When he woke up from the anesthesia, his penis was missing. Yeah. Banks' lawyer argues that the mistaken amputation has caused the man extreme pain and that his wife is also suffering. A hospital spokeswoman says the claim lacks merit and was quoted as saying, Johnny Lee is my cousin, so of course, I have seen him naked, and it wasn't that big to begin with. 
That's insane. Insert small penis joke here. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. Channeled my cousin Keith on that one. Here we go. Sitting in the audience right now. Some crazy, crazy story there. That's why you should always have your child circumcised early, because these mistakes happen later on in life. Circumcision. Who thought of that? Who thought of that? That was part of our tweet of the week, too. It all kind of tied in. It does. So we have some inside news with Barry. Barry, what do you got here? Uh, should we start with actual news, or should we put our TMZ hat on? And no, no, no. Let's <laughs> go with the actual news. We'll save the good stuff for the end. All right. The first is IPCPR wasn't all fun and games. A few manufacturers had problems with thieves. On yes. the first day of the show, Drew State had someone steal their only box of flying pigs. Ah. Also, a florist from Pernar del Rio was taking orders throughout the show on his laptop with no Internet connection. Oh. His plan was to take the laptop back to Miami, process the orders, Unfortunately, on the third day, his laptop was stolen. Oh, with card, every order info, he made. Orders, everything. You lost our order, Abe Flores. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, and then uh, we have some legislative news. Uh, City of Newburgh has proposed that tobacco retailers would need an additional license from the one they already need on a state level. As Where's well, Newburgh? What state? It's in uh, New York on the thruway between Poughkeepsie and Albany. Okay. Um, it's about two and a half hours outside of New York so City. So the city wants some license money, too. Right, but they also want them to put the cigars behind coverage so they're out of view from the consumer. And I have only two words to say about that. <laughs> Sig Heil. Yes. New York. And, uh, and the city of Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is home to Fort Bragg, has proposed a law that will limit how close tobacco retailers can be from residential areas, oh churches, God. schools, and other tobacco churches. retailers. The proposal came after what the city claims was 13,000 phone calls from tobacco retailers in a two-year period to report petty theft, drug use, and even murder. Wow. So can't smoke near a church. So evidently cigars is the reason why there's theft and yeah, drug use. Yeah, so obviously. obviously. Yeah, because... Yeah, don't don't. There's no problem. People that can afford to light ten dollars on fire on a daily it's, basis. It's not the uh, they murder dr- people. Drug abuse and the bath salts and the stuff that people are ripping their faces off. Yeah, eating faces yeah, and what a, have it's you. It's a cigar, of course. That's insane. Yep, pretty much so. And then we have uh, some interesting rumors that came out of IPCPR. Yes, there was rumors were flying, and I did my best to be able to report the truth. I tried to go to the source as often as possible. But go ahead. And the first one is one that we believe to be true, is that uh, EPC Cigars was or in the process of being sold to General Cigar Company. For the second time. Yep. If the guy gets, if this really happens, holy God, Ernie. He gets the award. <laughs> you get the award for selling it twice. Yeah. And I went right up to Ernesto, and uh, away from his booth, I was able to, to pull him aside and say, this is the rumor that I heard. And he did not come out and deny it. He did not deny it, but he said, nor did he confirm. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Winked at me and walked away. So did he wink? There was winking. Was it the he left eye or the right eye? He does blink. I could, I'm out, <laughs> so maybe it was not a wink. I could be reading into that. Uh, another rumor to come out of the trade show is General might be interested in acquiring Oliva cigars. Well, well, that is interesting because I know they made the new Oliva nub flavored Yep, cappuccino the, the and nub cafe cafes 
So they made it, which was odd because Oliva makes cigars. Right. Why would they have General Cigar make a cigar for them? That's right. interesting. Uh, so that's weird, and that kind of makes sense. Now, you got one more rumor there that's big Yeah, news. minutes before we went on the show, we got a phone call from uh, a major player in the industry. Go. Thank you. And um, he said that he read our site. He saw our rumors, but we were missing one rumor that was going around the trade show floor. I did not hear it until I got back. that was General Cigar has interest in Pete Johnson. Yes. Tatuaje Cigars. That's interesting. That would be a slam dunk for them. I'll tell you, General doesn't do a lot of uh, brand launches successfully themselves. They've had a lot of losers over the years. But one thing they've done right is they've acquisitions. They've bought companies and done a lot with them, including La Gloria Cubana years ago, including uh, Hoya de Monterey and Punch Villazon from the years back, yeah, yeah. taking these things uh, from as great as they were to even bigger. And holy God, what they could do with uh, Tatuaje Cigars if they do it. Uh, they would either uh, they would blow it up and make it huge for sure, but would they ruin it? That's the question. You know, th- there's something to a uh, small, like I think a lot of the cachet with Pete Johnson is small. Mm. You know, it is a micro brand, and right. that's the allure of it. And if you take it away from uh, My Father's Cigars, it's right. probably it's not going to taste the same. Right. It's not going to have the same allure. Well, the same thing happened with Gloria Cabana and all that, but the, it, it kept going. It got bigger. Well, you wasn't know? the Gloria originally made in the DR? Well, it was originally made in Miami, and then he took it to the DR, and very, very shortly after it went to the DR, they bought it because now he was, he was big enough. And then they took it out of that factory that they did and, and took it into their own factory, and it is not the same cigar it was. You're 100% right. It is not. It can't be. You know, and then they, and they opened it up to thousands and thousands of retail shops where he was so micro that he had 20 cigar rollers, right. you know, and that's as, 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 as it was. But it got bigger. Yeah, the factory used to be El Credito, which yes. was in Caliocho yep. in Miami, yep. um, which is an area you don't want to be at night. Yeah. yeah. During the day, they leave you alone. They know you're tourists and what drives the community. But at night, it's definitely not a safe place. Really? So, uh, wow, that... that uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that any of them, if any of them, are, if any and all of them are true, uh, when a company goes into acqu- acquisition mode, especially buying smaller companies like right. that, uh, Oliva is bigger than the other two, I, I assume, mm-hmm. but none of them are gigantic, uh, and they have bought gigantic companies over the past, so they could uh, string those all three together, and, and uh, that's a big move. Oh, my God. The one rumor to me that makes the least amount of sense is the Tatuaje one, since he's been with Pepin since the beginning. Put Pepin on the map. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he could turn his back on on Pepin. Well, usually the big check does that to it, people, you know. It does. Money uh, talks. And well, I think that the re, you know you talk about Ernesto Carrillo that he uh, sold out to General Cigar. He stayed with them not the three year non compete, but he stayed on more than ten years after the fact. But went back at that point and put a company together for his family, left them right. to put the company Which together. Which is the rumor that makes the most sense with his son, Ernesto Perez Cahilla III. Yes. Doesn't really have an interest in the tobacco business. Yeah. So yeah. The, starting the business for the family is no longer there. Yes. So where does he go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wants to stay in, and he loves it. And, he, and maybe he, he can't do it all for him by himself, therefore he's going to go back to general. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that'd be something. But selling out twice, man. Wow. Cashing out twice, really. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. You know, I don't like using the phrase "selling out." No, but right. Cashing. I don't out. mean that in a bad way, but I, I see what you're saying. But he'd get them, get the money twice, and um, you know what? Uh, 
General Cigar could do with mass distribution, which is what they do. You're talking about General Cigar, a Swedish match. They own uh, giant mail-order houses. They own lots of things, and uh, they can do a lot with it. So we'll see if any of that stuff pans out. Next week, we will go bilingual for the first time. We will have uh, with us um, Don Benigno. Hit the bell. Don Benigno. I plan on shaving everything except my mustache. Doesn't speak English at all. I can represent. He does not speak any English. Jose Ramos will be here with him. They would like the questions in advance. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because usually we just wing it, so it would be hard to ask what we're going to ask in advance. But... um, We'll have some fun anyway, and uh, I don't know how long that segment will be where the guy doesn't speak English. If we... yeah, it'll stop. It'll stop being funny after about a minute. Yeah, yeah. But um, he has the um, the cigar in Costa Rica. If you go to Costa Rica, every hotel, every place that's around, it's Don Benigno everywhere. We talk about aroma. And it's good you that's learned a... how to say the name before thank, he's on the show. Thank you. It is a very aromatic cigar. You taste what it smells like. Very interesting cigar, and where and I've said it before, uh, I like a natural more than I like a Maduro. Not with Dominigno. No, it's the other way around. I like the Maduro better, and he was saying, "Wow, everybody was coming up to him at the show looking to try that Maduro." So, quick wrap up, Chuck. What do you think of the Swag Black? Um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think I like the original Swag a little bit better, just because it's more of my wheelhouse, as you guys will say. But um, it's been consistent throughout. I give it a uh, uh, an 89 rating. <laughs> How do you feel about Hoya Red? I have no number for it, but it is a cinnamon stick. It's got a little zip to it. It's medium bodied. It is great for the money. It's a great cigar, period, but for the money, takes it to another level nice. on top of it. You're talking 575 and up. And the CLE signature has become an absolute powerhouse. I almost can't finish it. It's very strong, but very flavorful. It's like a habanero salsa. You get to keep eating it. Yeah. It's very good. So the people who like the really full body stuff, you look for that. Yeah. And Labahim, which uh, Rafael, Rafael just. No, no doubt, just. Uh, Facebooked it out there. Facebooked it. Gave a shout out to the three of us that uh, I guess he's listening. Uh, medium bodied stick, notes of shortbread, a little floral on the finish. Um, definitely a winner in my book. There we All go. Right. Give so that thing, it. what, a 94? Yeah. He's listening. So. 92, 93. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, always got to be a little less, right? Whether you're smoking your CLE signature, your La Bahim, Hoya Red, or Swag Black, it's so very important that you keep the lid end out of your mouth. And we'll be back next week with Don Benigno here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. Say bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Ciao. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. 
you can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 